Jalen Brown gets a big old bag, the biggest one in NBA history. Does the clock now start ticking on the Celtics to blow it up? Talk about that. And a mentally exhausted Nikola Jokic is not playing for his home country. What does that mean for the Denver Nuggets? It's all right now on the Locked On NBA podcast. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On NBA Podcast. We're here for you every Monday through Friday. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. On Wednesdays, it's us, the gruesome twosome. John Corrales, I host the Locked On Celtics Podcast. You find me on, I guess, X now, at John underscore Corrales. I am not going to call it that. I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast. On Twitter, we still got the little bird logos down below. Yeah. It's at Nola Jake. Mama call it Twitter. I'm going to call it Twitter. Uh, later on, we'll talk about Nikola Jokic, his mental and physical exhaustion, and him sitting out international competition. We're going to spend a couple of segments here talking about Jalen Brown, this historically large contract, and what that means for one of the favorites. To win it all, the Boston Celtics. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Jalen Brown, five years, $304 million. This is the first $300 million contract that we've seen. Uh, average annual value of uh, $60 million-ish. And Jalen Brown is the highest paid player in NBA history, which now brings a lot of the people to say him. So yeah. What do you think? Him? I mean, that's the initial reaction, right? Like Jalen Brown, who really struggled dribbling left in the playoffs, right? Like that, that's a bit of an issue there. Like a pretty glaring hole in your game. If you're going to be the highest paid player in NBA history, but you know, you think about it for a second. It's like, yeah, He's got, he got a super max. He's getting 35% of the salary cap. The salary cap's going up, right? This is similar to the NFL. Whenever a new quarterback gets paid, that guy's like the highest paid player in NFL history. And it's just every deal, it, you know, the next one is always the highest paid one. So you're hitting that kind of era of the NBA right now with some of these players be, getting that super max criteria, right? The big thing for you and for the Celtics at the end of the season was, will he make an all NBA team? Because if he does... He was in line for this, and once he became eligible for this, there's no way he was going to back off of this, right? I'm sure the Celtics tried to negotiate it down a little bit, and that's why this didn't get done on, like, extension day. But once he wasn't going to back down from it, what were they going to do? Like, let him walk, trade him? Probably not. So this makes sense. It, yeah, it just so happens that the salary cap is $136 million this year, right? It's just so 35%. He's still making 35%. Just like That's the, the last Supermax guy and the, the Supermax guy before him, that they all have made 35% of the cap. It's just of, that of that first year, it's indexed off that first year, which is right. like key and what the salary cap is. So it's not 35%. Like, and if the cap spikes 40%, you get more, right? right? Like, it's 35% of this and then 8% raises after that. And so, mm-hmm. hey, congratulations to Jalen Brown for getting 35% in the biggest salary cap. We have ever seen 136 million dollars. Yeah. That's that's just how it goes. In you know, and that's how it's going to go going forward, right? Like that's also what this means. Remember when Steph Curry, by the way, was the highest paid player in NBA history? This was 2017 with a 201 million dollar deal. Yeah, 
it's that's just how it goes. In 2017, the salary cap was 99 million dollars, right? So now it's four, it, it's 37 million dollars more than that. Mm-hmm. Cap just keeps on spiking. Uh, you can go back to 2015 when the salary cap was 70 million dollars. That's about what Jalen Brown's going to make just by himself in the final year of this deal. Times have changed, businesses change. By the time this deal is over for Jalen Brown, he will go back to being the 20th or so highest paid player in the league, right about where he belongs because he's a top, let's say, 20 to 25 player. He made an all-NBA team. He's going to be on that all-NBA either in the mix or on the fringe for the next you know, foreseeable future. So this deal, let's just start with that. It just makes sense because it's not based on – Because it's how it goes. It's just how it goes. Like that's what it is. It's not based on ability. It's not based on should Jalen Brown be the highest paid player ever. No, not necessarily, but but he is because that's what the circumstances are. So hopefully people understand that moving forward, but they won't. Jake, the, the spotlight's going to be squarely on him. You just said, here's a guy who couldn't dribble left in the in the in the playoffs. Let's be well, mean there. Like he's still are, a very good player. Like, let's be but, clear on that. But but yes, you're being mean. But this is what happens when somebody makes an average annual value of $60 million. Yeah. When he dribbles left and he turns it over, people are going to be like, still can't do that? Why are we paying you $300 million there, Jalen Brown, if you still can't go left? Like, that's going to be the type of thing. I obviously did my whole podcast on that, on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. And it's one of the, the key talking points here is, is Jalen going to like be able to live up to the contract? Is he going to be able to hold up under the pressure? Uh, you suddenly become, on a team with Jason Tatum, the highest paid player around ever. How is that going to impact him? How is that going to impact the team? Is he going to just play within himself or is he going to try to do too much and try to be like, Hey, I got this. I'm the highest paid player on this team. I'll take over down the stretch. Be like, okay, you're, you're still Jalen Brown. I can't imagine that, right? Like I can't imagine that coming from him where he's going to be like, no, 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 no. It's me, not you, Jason Tatum. But, you don't know how this contract's going to impact him. And that that's one of the things. If, if I've been a proponent of Jalen Brown doing just a slight bit less, trying to do a slight bit, le- bit less, and he will actually accomplish more doing that. Like you don't have to dribble left into traffic, buddy. You can just kick it out. You can make it, you can swing it, or you can cross on over and see something and, and, and try reset the play. It's fine to do that. His biggest problem is trying to do too much. You give a guy a big contract and who already has a propensity for trying to do too much, then the question does does kind of enter my mind. Is he going to continue to try, try to do even more now to justify his deal? I think that's a concern. What, what do you think about his relationship with the fans now, now that he's getting this massive bag and that Boston fan base can be a little brutal, I think is safe to say. Um, you know, now that he's getting paid, it's just a tiny bit. We've heard, you know, th- look, we talked about this too on this show of do they look to move him? Does he maybe want out? There's, you know, I don't think that's the case necessarily, but that's kind of been around in the ether in some capacity. And it sounds like there's a bit of, uh, I don't want to call it an issue, something, friction point with him, maybe him and the fans. And now that he's getting paid this much, if he has a bad game, do they just turn on him quickly? I, look, I I believe that there's there's a, a dichotomy, right? There's a vocal social media 
kind of segment that is going to be merciless when it comes to Jalen Brown. Fans are already going to be tough on players. Fans don't have that, that kind of perspective of, Hey, this is just a dude, right? This is just some dude with an incredible skill that is, he's very good at basketball, but also he got lucky. And as far as the timing, and this happens to be the, the, the circumstance where the rules allowed for a 35% uh, of the cap contract and he earned, he met the requirements and the team gave it to him. Like there's circumstance, there's ability, there's a little bit of luck. And so that that's what leads to a contract this size. But fans don't give a damn about that. All they want is production. And every time he makes a mistake, there is going to be a loud segment of the fan base that's going to be like, this is what you're getting this money for. When you get that money, sorry, that's just part of the 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 deal. People are going to have unrealistic expectations. You get that money, they want you to be a super duper star. And Jalen yeah. Brown's just not a super duper star, right? That's just not where he is. And so I'm hoping for Jalen that he plays within himself so he doesn't make these mistakes, goes out there, just puts up his his usual like 24 points, 26 points, and has good defense. Play some good defense. Can he increase the, the, the passing a bit? Can he up the assists a little bit as far as like, can he get some assists? Like, I'd like to see that. Can you rebound a little bit? Like do those things. Just don't screw up. Don't, you know, I, I just hope that for his sake, his, his crew doesn't start informing him of what they see on social media. Like he needs to have a social media blackout because they, they just need to, play ball. He needs to play ball and not worry about that kind of stuff. He can be an important piece, a key piece of a championship team. He is good enough to be that piece. He's being paid in, in conjunction with that ability. But what you're saying, it does ring true. Like there, there is going to be the spotlight on him. And if he doesn't perform, especially if he comes out trying to do too much too soon and he has a bad November, it's going to get loud quickly in Boston. Yeah, very fast, I think. So now the question is, does, does the clock start ticking, right? There's Jalen made all NBA. This was supposed to shut shut down everything, shut down the rumors. You make all NBA, you get the Supermax deal. You're staying in Boston for six more years, except not. The new collective bargaining agreement makes that not likely We'll talk about that next. First, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in the USA and the official sportsbook of Locked On. It's baseball season. We're waiting for basketball to come back, the NBA to come back. So why not take a swing at betting on the MLB on FanDuel? You can get 10 times your first bet in bonus bets up to 200 bucks. So Lay down 20, you'll land 200 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. Doesn't matter. You can turn that 200 into bets on everything. Money line, over, under, who's going to hit the first home run. Go have fun with it. It's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid right away. You want that money in your bank account? That's where it ends up instantly. There's no better place to bet on the MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up at FanDuel dot com slash locked on you get up to two hundred dollars in bonus bets that's fanduel.com slash locked on 
FanDuel is an official partner of Major League Baseball. We ask you to please gamble responsibly. Thank you for making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. I would love for you to come over to the Locked On Celtics podcast to hear me talk about Jalen Brown. You can head on over to Locked On Pelicans to hear about uh, Zion and everything else going on, Pelicans. There's a lockdown for all these teams. There's a lockdown for everybody. Whatever's happening, still want, still on Dame Watch, lockdown Blazers, go check them all out. So the, the next uh, bullet point that we got here, clock ticking on the Celtics. Jake, let's play real uh, or fake. Okay. Real or fake. Yeah, that's right. We do that every Wednesday. We do a real we? or fake every Wednesday. We're going to do it right now. What do you think? I know my answer, but let's give, let's give it to you first. Is the clock ticking now on the Boston Celtics? This is super duper real. Like this is as real as it gets. And it's about a two-year clock, a two-year clock. You can maybe get it a little bit further. I think you could stretch it out to three years. This just comes down to, can you play or play pay, and play <laughs> Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum together for that amount of money. Tatum's going to get a new deal. He's got three years left on his contract. The final year's a player option at like 36 million. That's assuredly going to be declined. And he's going to get, I would presume a super max offer. You know, he's in the MVP running as kind of that dark horse candidate every year. This is a guy who's going to get a super max. If Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum can't win a title in the next two years, let's say, can you really pay them to be together through the length of this Jalen Brown contract, which includes no options, right? It's like a, just a full on five year. Here yep. you go. You know, it's so you can't necessarily get out of it early. And if they have just not shown that they're capable of winning a title, can you pay them that much money together? And I think that's a valid question right now. Yeah. I think look under, under the old CBA, this wouldn't be a question. I think under the old CBA, no. you just pay the deal. You just pay them and you say, all right, as long as they, as long as they're willing to pay the tax, you just keep paying these guys and you keep hoping. Now m there would probably be an expiration date on that regardless, because you can only anyway, yeah. keep going with these two guys. If this is your core and, and they just cannot get over the hump at some point, you got to say, all right, maybe, maybe we got to look at a different mix. Maybe you got to look at maybe more complementary pieces. But, but you can also roll with it longer because there's other ways to try and improve the team and other things that you can do. So you can sure. say we do believe in this core and we'll trade for Kristaps Porzingis or something you know like that. And that's my point here. Now Kristaps Porzingis comes in, but under the new CBA, yeah, very real, uber real, as real as We'd real. Be able to do this basically. Yeah, this is the clock is ticking on the Celtics, and I'll say this: it doesn't matter win or lose. I still don't think that Jalen Brown, uh, th this Celtics team with Brown, Porzingis, and Tatum is unsustainable. As the Celtics roster is currently constructed after this season, this season they're below the second apron, but next season they're already above it. So you're looking at in the 24-25 season, Jalen making about 50 million, Tatum at 35, Porzingis at 29. So that's 114 million for your stars, plus Brogdon at 22 and a half, Derek White at 19 and a half, Robert Williams at 12 and a half. That's six players making eight figures. One of them's a supermax, another's about to become a supermax. It's not sustainable. That that second apron is there. It's meaningful. It means a lot in Boston, especially. So somebody's gonna have to go. If the Celtics 
cannot win a championship in the next two years, it's going to be which two guys work best together. And it might be after this one year, which two guys work best together. And if you have to turn Jalen Brown, let's say, into a couple of complementary players and you say, Tatum's a wing, Porzingis is a big, they're just going to play more complementary basketball together. We're going to try to flip Brown into two complementary players. And I know that old saying, two nickels don't make a dime. It's it's going to be tough to get two equal value players, but the Celtics are going to have to figure something out to try and make that that team work around whichever two guys they they keep. It it's it's going to be it's going to be kind of interesting over the next few years. Who stays? Who goes? It might be Porzingis. It, who knows? It might be Jason Tatum. For all we know, I doubt yeah. it, but it could be. The but the clock is definitely ticking. I really honestly believe the Celtics along with maybe like Milwaukee and a couple other teams are one of the first teams to get completely screwed by this new CBA. They built a contender under the old rules. They were doing a great job building under the old rules. Were they doing a good enough job to win a title? I don't know, but they were doing a good enough job by the old rules. And now all of a sudden in a hairpin turn, they might have to trade one of the guys that they just paid max super max contract to because the new CBA makes keeping these, these teams together unsustainable. And I, I just think Boston is leading the way as far as a team that, that was doing it right under the old rules. And all of a sudden is getting completely slapped across the face by the new CBA. I mean, you're seeing teams understand that. You know, you said there's a handful of teams that are, are going to get hit hard by this. There, there's a there's a bunch, and they they all realize it, and that's why all of these teams are going all in this year, right? Mm-hmm. That's why the Warriors went after Chris Paul this summer. That's why the Phoenix Suns went after Bradley Beal, because even if they didn't trade for Bradley Beal, they're going to have to dismantle that team in two years from now. So you may as well go all in and try and like burst through that door, that window, like the Kool-Aid man or something like that. Right. It's why Boston probably traded for Chris Tapp's Porzingis knowing cool. In two years, we're going to have to blow it up no matter what, let's get what we can and go for it. Like we're about to enter one of the most competitive periods of time, I think in the NBA, maybe in the history of the NBA with these teams, like really making win now move after win now move because doesn't matter whether you actually win or not. If you could be a middling team and you might have to dismantle yours, the Pelicans are in a similar situation for where they are with the salary cap. So you may as well try and win a title and go for broke, and which means the season's going to be kind of fun with it. But Boston's absolutely in there. And they they dealt with some of this this offseason, right? Remember when you and I were talking, would they match like an offer sheet for Grant Williams? And it's not there anymore, right? Like clearly the tax was a little bit and the money was a little bit prohibitive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they get, they got second round picks. For Grant Williams, who's a good player, right? Like he's he's gonna be a he's a good player. Um, he's a mid-level player, which means he's a good player. And they got they gave him away. They teams are giving good players away for because of because of this. Campaigns is an example with Phoenix. Yeah, you know, like like even John Collins, like all of the stuff that they they passed up for John Collins, they just gave him away. Like it's just this is where we are in this. Yeah, I mean, right? Uh, so not, not yeah. trading him for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now all of a sudden, here you finally do it, and you get nothing. But, this is but salary dump. I don't know. That's just one of those things of like, <laughs> not, not for this episode. Uh, <laughs> save that one. Save that. Put that one in the bank. 
But yes, the clock is ticking on the Boston Celtics. And then and the question is simply, which which one of those three, Tatum, Brown, Porzingis, ends up being the odd man out? Uh, can they win a championship with those guys to make the the next move palatable? If they win a championship this year, do they keep it and ride with it and say, ah, let's try to repeat? Uh, and then just say, hey, got to sell off pieces. Uh, it's it's going to be difficult, difficult choices galore for the Celtics. But this is this is a team to watch over the next two years for big names being available in trades. And that and and you're right, they are not alone. But that's what the CBA is meant to do. It's meant to to rip the the top teams apart and kind of feed the bottom teams and get that churn. Just get that next. It's you, you got. The windows, the championship windows are smaller and your time at the bottom should be shorter. That's, that's the parody that they're going for. In, in theory, in depends theory. on your front we'll office a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, all right. So let's be done with the, the Celtics. This is locked on Celtics is my podcast. So we're going to finish this and make it the locked on NBA podcast and go into uh, Nikola Jokic, who is not playing internationally this year because of he's just exhausted. He's done. I want to thank the, uh, thank you for making locked on NBA your first listen every day. Check us out. We're here Monday through Friday for the rest of this. Like, we're not taking days off. I'm going down personally, uh, on locked on Celtics three days, starting next week, locked on NBA five days a week. So make sure you're our, I'm in a hotel room. We're still doing this. No, still doing no, it, no man. vacations here. Yeah, man. Why? Well, the vacations. Come on. No also, I'm going to call you out here on, on the show where you were like, okay, we're not going to make the show locked on Celtics anymore. John had his background. He's not actually standing in front of a, a Jordan brand backboard here. <laughs> had, had the Celtics background on of the practice facility. He was like, oh, I can't do that. It's going to look so bad on, on yeah, this show. Yeah, yeah. I've got to, I've got to change it here. <laughs> I think I used it last week by accident. I want to keep this branded generically, you know, this is an NBA show. We, we all, all of us locked on hosts, locked on NBA hosts. We host our own individual podcasts. I want to save, I want to save the Celtics stuff for the Celtics. I want to keep my national opinions separate. So here, yeah, I'm, I'm in a generic, this is my, this is my room. This isn't, I want to pretend that this is an actual room. Jake with a hoop. Yeah, okay. In the I, back. I know. You should you should have put like a beach back there and been like, see what I do? I'm so committed to this show. I'm on vacation in this I tropical mean, location and I'm still podcasting here with you. If I have I've, uh, I've run into NBA players at this hotel. So does this background make it good for locked on NBA? Sure. I don't have anything yeah, counts, in my then. background. I mean, I could do the bricks, uh, like I'm doing stand-up. Is that good? No? I go the other way. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh Everyone Next time, listening and watching on YouTube is like, what are they doing? Yeah, I know. People listening are like, Jesus Christ. Well, hopefully, you could have like skipped ahead to the point right now where we're saying Nikola Jokic is not going to be playing in the upcoming FIBA World Cup, uh, as he, as, uh, according to the the coach of the uh, Serbian national team, uh, he is physically and mentally exhausted, not feeling ready to take any responsibility at the moment. So Jake, I mean, I guess the question here is how, how it's, it's taking a lot more out of guys to play a full season, 
to make these playoff runs, the NBA is really a, a, a much more year round league. Now, uh, guys are expected to come into camp fully in shape, ready to go, especially with the shorter, shorter preseasons. Now you, you have time at the end of your season to just spend a month to relax. And if you're not back in the lab at the beginning of July or in the middle of July, it feels like you're behind. And if you're going to go to play overseas, you're making a sacrifice. You're sacrificing some stuff on the NBA side to, to represent your country. And I guess the question I have here is, you know, Jokic has represented Serbia plenty and he's making these deep playoffs runs. You saw how he was at the end of the, when they won the championship. Is this just part of maybe NBA stars kind of starting to separate themselves from international competition? I think it could be, you know, I wouldn't rule that out necessarily. You know, you look at, Team USA on this and some of the names on there. It's not some of these like killer names that you would normally think, right? You don't see Kevin Durant there. You don't see Devin Booker in some of those things. Just looking at the Suns for whatever reason there and some of these other names. So like, yeah, I think so. It is a longer season. The grind has gotten very real, right? We're going to, we're also going to see going forward, you know, rules to try and limit a little bit of load management too, which might keep those guys ready to play, you know, extra games in the off season too. But if now to win awards, you need to be playing 65 plus games. You'll see even less of that. I think, you know, I also wonder how this is going to affect the Denver nuggets in terms of like a title hangover, you know, Jokic seems exhausted and deservedly so and understandably so as you said right he he, he was like oh i gotta show up to the championship parade like i want to go home and see my horses and like get out of here and he was like crushed about that right like he clearly needed a break so this is the right move for him but it's disappointing you don't get to see these guys play for their national teams i think but i don't know if this is necessarily like i don't think it's like a one-off like i think you'll see more of this yeah, and there's some questions about Giannis playing for Greece. Um, I know that he was he was originally doubtful, but I guess he might have shown up on a roster right now. I don't know if he's going to play or not. But you know, look, the the NBA teams are paying players. We just talked two segments about Jalen Brown, th- three hundred and two million dollars. This this is, I mean, players have always made a lot, and in this conversation about international play has happened since NBA players have been invited to play internationally. It's a, a a balance between representing your country, which especially outside of the U.S. is is like it's a huge, huge deal uh, in other countries, bigger than it is in the United States, I believe. And but but the number that these guys have been paid in the past has been a lot, but now we're looking at these hundreds of millions of dollars, and these players are not only the, not only is the commitment, the financial commitment to these players so huge, the collective bargaining agreement, like I've been saying, shortens windows. There's the churn of contending the bottom, the middle, like it's, it's going to start moving so fast that you kind of can't risk the, the, your investment playing overseas or playing an international competition and saying, is this person going to be ready for this playoff run? Because you don't get five years of playoff runs anymore. You're going to get two, three years of playoff runs. You better win that championship in two, three years because you're going to start getting so expensive where 
there goes your roster again, big turnover. I'm just thinking like with everything together, it's, it, it is up for, for debate. I do think teams are going to be a little bit more like, are you sure you want to go? Um, and as for Denver's hangover, I mean, there's always going to be a hangover. It's always going to be tough. Yeah. It's not, it's not great for Denver to hear. Yeah. Physically and mentally exhausted in July. Um, but if anything, I think, I think Jokic is the only guy around that can kind of play himself into shape and still be effective. Yeah, I, like it's all going to be fine. And I also think this the international play can be so good for you for coming into the season looking really sharp. So I like certain players doing this, getting there, and then coming in to start the year. But I get it. You know, it was like 80, what was it 90-something games for Jokic this year? What was the number that he ended up playing? Like an uh, absurd amount at yeah, the end yeah. of the season when, when you factor in a finals run, right, where you're going into June with all of this. So it's okay to be exhausted, you know, and... I think you'll see some players bow out of this, but also, you know, if the guys from the title winning team as the game gets more international, like sure, but Giannis should play. There's no reason not to other than you don't want to get hurt. You don't want to be, you know, and think about that too, though, right? Like say they get hurt in international play, they come into the season and they're not ready and you don't meet the qualification criteria for an all NBA team which causes you to miss a supermax because of that or something, right? Like I, I just that's, thought of that in the moment there, yeah. but it's like, that's a very real thing. If you're going into like a big year, do you risk it? Yeah, no, it's, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of players are going to be like, no, I am not going to risk it because that's, that's a lot of money. 35% is a yeah. lot of money. As we just saw uh, 89 total games for Jokic. And uh, since the 1920 season, Jokic has played 288 regular season game, ninth in the league. He's played a lot of basketball yeah. and he's played international, but international basketball, uh, as well in all of that. So yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It, it's just going to be interesting to see how players start handling this international stuff. And, you know, it's going to open the door for maybe some, some other players, maybe I'll say lesser players, but if the superstars don't want to play, or maybe maybe they'll just take turns playing. Uh, it might open up the door for some other guys, and, and hey, maybe they can get a good international resume together. It's going to mean that the U.S. is going to start losing a lot in 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 international competition. I think if they're especially if they're not playing for team, like if Team USA is kind of decimated, it's going to be interesting. It's the new CBA is not only creating parity in the it's NBA. Like in everything. Take, it's creating parity around the world. International parity created by the new collective bargaining agreement. How about that? Send, send that one to the, the boss. I'll, I'll that's what, <laughs> have them clip it, and there you go. There's your headline. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. That's what I'll title the show when I, when I edit all this together. <laughs> Which means it's a great place to end. So I uh, want to thank everybody for making the Locked On NBA podcast part of your daily routine. We're here for you Monday through Friday. Open up that app and subscribe. Make sure you're getting the show on a daily basis. Also watch the show on YouTube. On Wednesdays, you're watching us. I'm John Corrales, host of the Locked On Celtics podcast on the recently renamed Twitter at John underscore Corrales. And I'm Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter and the host of the Locked On. <laughs> I almost said Celtics because that threw me off. Host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast. I guess I co-hosted Locked On Celtics for the first two segments here today. Yeah, you did. You did. There you it go. It was my idea. Yeah. So that's right. You said to, you were the one. You said two segments. I didn't say it. You yeah, said this was this was not John being I, like, let me just I do, do not my show you. on Locked On NBA. <laughs> 
I did I it. It was me. There you go. There you go. Thanks for listening, everybody. I know Nick's on vacation, so I don't know who's filling in for tomorrow's show, but check it out because it's going to be a good show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I would love it now if you shared the podcast. Tell your friends. Tell everybody they should be listening to and watching. The Locked On NBA podcast right here in the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day.